0: So let me ask you a question that might be just a tad confronting. What's the point of believing in Jesus? After all, it's not an easy road to choose. Is it just to get eternal life when we die, or or can we actually have a brand new life, a vibrant life, a blessed life, here and now? Is that the point, or not? Hi, I'm Bernie Diamond, and welcome again to the program... Today we're going to take a look at the transformation that God wants to bring into your life from a different perspective. And please do stay tuned, because in just a few minutes I'll be telling you about our free daily devotional Fresh to help you live out the abundant life that Jesus died and rose again to bring you. Well, end of another week. It's amazing. And over these last couple of weeks, we've been talking about reaping a harvest. The harvest Of righteousness. As I've said on a few occasions now in this series, I used to think that righteousness was a bunch of rules that I had to live by. Do this and God will smile on your life, do that and whack, he'll punish me. That was my view of this word, which, let's face it, isn't used so much these days, this word righteousness. But that's not what God had in mind when he had the Apostle Paul write these words in his letter to the church at Philippi, Philippians chapter 1, beginning at verse 9. And this is my prayer, that your love may overflow more and more with knowledge and full insight to help you determine what is best, so that in the day of Christ you may be pure and blameless, having produced the harvest of righteousness that comes through Jesus Christ for the glory and the praise of God. It's not about rules, it's about love, see? And that's what I had to get out of my system. And to tell you the truth, my hunch is, even after a decade and a half of walking with Jesus, even after almost a decade on air teaching God's Word as I'm doing now, my hunch is I'm still getting this this misconception of a rule-based God out of my system. We all have to live by rules, the law for starters. I mean, imagine if I hopped out of bed this morning and hopped into my car and decided, well, you know, Bernie, I I want to do something different today. They they say a change is as good as a holiday. I think I'll drive to work on the wrong side of the road today. Why not? After all, it's a free country. That's what I'm going to do today. So obviously, we have to live by some rules. But by and large, we don't mind that so much. We get it 99 times out of 100 that in order to live in a society, there have to be some boundaries that that organise the place and make sure everyone's kind of looked after and kept safe. But on the fringes of those rules, let's be honest, there are some rough edges. This is the place where arguments happen, on the fringes, on the borders, in the disputed territories. I mean, disputes between neighbours, what are they about? The fence line, the noise, they're about things either on the boundary or things that cross over the boundary that one party thinks are fine and the other one doesn't. It's the same at home or at work. Disputes happen when someone breaks some rules that we have in our heads, whether they're valid or not. The more we think about it, the more rules are a big deal in this world. The ones that are written down called laws, the ones that are unspoken but accepted, and then the ones that you and I carry around as our own personal set of rules. So isn't it easy to imagine that, that God is a rule-bound God? After all, that's what the Old Testament is all about. The whole of the Old Testament is the story of God loving and engaging his chosen people Israel and their universal inability to keep his law, his rules, given through Moses. The Holy Old Testament screams out that this whole rule-based thing just doesn't work. And there's a reason for that. Have a listen to what the Apostle Paul writes. Romans chapter 7. Do you not know, brothers and sisters, for I am speaking to those who know the law, that the law is binding on a person only in that person's lifetime. Thus, a married woman is bound by the law to her husband as long as he lives. But if her husband dies, she is discharged from the law concerning her husband. Accordingly, she will be called an adulteress if she lives with another man while her husband is alive. But if her husband dies, she is free from that law. And if she marries another man, she is not an adulteress. In the same way, my friends, You have died to the law through the body of Christ, so that you may belong to another, to him who has been raised from the dead, in order that we may bear fruit for God. While we were living in the flesh, our sinful passions aroused by the law were at work in our members to bear fruit for death. But now we're discharged from the law, dead to what held us captive, so that we are slaves not under this old written code, but in a new life of the Spirit." See, there it is. All the law does, all that rules really do is point out where we're going wrong. There's no power in the law to change our heart. We work at it and we work at it and we're still not pure and whole and perfect the way God is. So the law holds us captive. But Jesus died and rose again. And those of us who believe in him die and rise again. We die to sin. We die to the law and we're raised up into a new world. Life, born again, a life in the Spirit, the Holy Spirit. No longer under the burden of the law, but a new life, a transformed life, living in love and forgiveness, living as one with God because He puts His Holy Spirit inside us. A new law in the Spirit, the law of life rather than the law of death. Now, how is that possible? Because all my sins, past, present and future, have been paid for by Jesus on that cross. Yours too. So when you and I fail God, as we do almost every day, no longer are we condemned under this old law. We go to God, we admit our mistakes, we turn away from them, we ask him for his forgiveness through Jesus and what he has done on the cross. And then we get on with life, the new life, the life that Jesus purchased for us, the life the Holy Spirit gives us, when he comes to dwell in us. We died to that whole rule-based thing, and now there's a whole new life ahead of us. That's the whole point. Not to mope around like nothing's changed, not to, to whinge and complain about things, not to live as though we're still condemned men and women, but to live a new and vibrant life. 2 Corinthians chapter 5, verse 17. So if anyone, if anyone is in Christ, there is a new creation. Everything old has passed away, see? Everything has become new. Hello, wake up. This is fantastic news. And the thing that changes now is our hearts. Once we're condemned no more, once we're free, once we're enjoying Jesus and the presence of his spirit, we want to do his will. We we want to live out our righteousness. God's ways become a whole bunch easier because instead of pulling against them, we're so delighted with this new life. We're so delighted with our relationship with God through Jesus and the Spirit. We just want to live it out. We, we want to give God the glory. We want to honour him and obey him. And that's why we want to do it his way. This is exactly what the Apostle Paul writes in his New Testament letter to the Philippians. Philippians chapter 2, verse 12. Therefore, my beloved, just as you have always obeyed me, not only in my presence, but much more now in my absence, work out your own salvation with fear and trembling. For it is God who is at work in you, enabling you both to will and to work for his good pleasure. We obey God, which we should do, not because we're rule-bound, not because we're dragged there kicking and screaming, but because he is at work in us, enabling us both to will and to do what is his good pleasure. That's huge. This is the gospel of grace and of love and of mercy all made possible by Jesus dying for you and me so that our sins can be forgiven and rising again from the dead so that we can have a brand new life filled with the Holy Spirit, filled with the presence of God himself, the Spirit of God whom God sends to live in each one of us, each person who puts their faith in Jesus Christ and what he did on that cross. Isn't that good news? And if it isn't, Well, frankly, I don't know what is. We love sharing the gospel with as many people as possible so they can experience a real and tangible relationship with Jesus. So before we go, I'd like to tell you about a free daily devotional to help you and your friends draw even closer to him. It's called Fresh. Each day you'll receive a powerful scripture verse together with some words of inspiration, hope and encouragement and the best news is that it's completely free delivered right to your inbox each and every day where you can choose to read, listen or watch the daily video completely up to you. It's God's word fresh for you each day. To receive your free e-devotional just jump onto the website freshdevotional.org you'll see the fresh e-devotional sign up waiting right there for you. And as a bonus, I'll also send you a free copy of my e-book, How Can I Hear God Speak to Me? So head across to that website and sign up to receive Fresh. I pray that your heart will be touched and transformed as you draw ever closer to Jesus through his word. That web address, in case you missed it, is freshdevotional.org. I'm Bernie Diamond, and I'll catch you again same time Monday with a different perspective.